We learned this week who the guy is on the front of the album, which contains the song which nobody who has ever worked in a guitar shop wants to hear ever again. We learned that the hunched yokel toting a big bundle of sticks on the cover of Led Zeppelin's imaginatively titled fourth album, Led Zeppelin IV, also known as Led Zeppelin IV by people who don't understand Roman numerals, is probably Lot Long, a late 19th century Thatcher who dwelt in Wiltshire. We learned this when a boffin researching something else entirely found the original picture in an old photo album, and we further learned that the image appears to have been the work of a Salisbury photographer called Ernest Farmer. Which, we'll concede, was an enormous relief to the compilers of this monologue as we weren't sure how we were going to forge a seamless link between a story about a 52-year-old heavy metal album and a sheep but the involvement of someone called Farmer just about gets us there, we reckon. Yeah. I mean, imagine if the photographer turned out to have been named Ernest Astrophysicist or something. We'd have been here all day. Yeah. But sticking with rural news, we learned of a development in the story of Britain's loneliest sheep. <coughs> well, quite. For the benefit of listeners who do have better things to do with their days than troll news websites looking for vaguely amusing stories, or perhaps we should say in this case, yarns, with which to pad out a weekly news review, and please do write in to tell us what that is like, a recap. A couple of weeks ago, a mission was undertaken to save Britain's loneliest sheep, which had been spotted at the foot of the cliffs of the Cromarty Firth in Scotland, two entire years after a previous sighting, having been residing in a cave and grazing on plentiful thistles, or whatever Scottish sheep eat. The creature, named Fiona, for some reason, was recovered, or should we say rescued, by Winch, denuded of her accumulated wool and prepared for a return to society. However... We learned that a row verging on a veritable kerfuffle had erupted over Fiona's future housing arrangements. We confess to being a bit hazy on the details and also not really caring all that much, but there appears to be a thing between the farmers who retrieved Fiona and some animal rights types who were planning to. Whatever. The upshot is that as of this broadcast, Fiona is being hidden at an undisclosed location. Yes, you could say... She's on the lamb. Anyway. Jingle bells, jingle bells. We learned that at least one of those woefully premature items of annoying Christmas merchandise which begin infesting supermarkets circa this time of year had been whisked from the shelves, which was something. We learned that one Australian retailer had arguably not thought all the way through one whimsical Yuletide gift. Australia's Kmart was flogging at $4 a time bags in which citizens might keep their ham fresh, adorned with the cheery injunction, Merry Ham Mass. And you are possibly at this point seeing the problem. Yikes. Jingle bells, 
we learned that the controversial meat totes had been removed from sale and inevitably that seething weirdos on the internet were angry about this, an argument we will confess to zoning out of for reasons related to the shortness of life. But we did not learn, regrettably, what other slogans might have adorned Kmart's now apparently discontinued militant Christmas range. PLO ho ho, Hezbollah la la for la la la, all I want for Christmas is United Liberation Front of Assam. And we learned that advertising works. At least we learned that this advertising worked. This forbidding audio was the soundtrack of a tourist ad launched earlier this year by the fine city of Amsterdam. Let's have a song which is probably about a windmill or clogs or something. The ad was directed at tourists, but instead of encouraging them to visit, as tourist ads usually do, it encouraged the opposite. Specifically, it threatened the throngs of British stag party louts who plagued the Dutch capital that their boorish revelry could earn them a night in the quink, a fine, and a criminal record. Imagine there's no heaven. Like a copy of that. Yes, well done. We learned that there has been a 22% decrease in UK tourism to the Netherlands, and so can presumably surmise that there has been a 22% increase in other picturesque European cities fishing idiots out of their canals. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Muller.